Man, I just wanted to do a podcast about something we all could relate to and that I could speak to specifically. And that's about being broke, bro. Welcome to The Broke Stops Here. I'm your host, Dame Grant. And uh, this is episode what? 10? Yeah, it is. Uh, and I ain't made a dollar yet. But why? 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 I didn't know, so I had to seek out a man who loved podcasts. Not only who loves podcasts, but loves the money behind podcasts. He's how I found out about Spotify's $100 million deal with Joe Rogan, or as he called him, the Podfather. He's how I found out about Mr. Beast, a guy who got the most popular video podcast on YouTube who's just giving out oodles of money. He's the one that's on Facebook saying, you know what, if you think your podcast is garbage or sucks, man, keep doing that shit. I appreciate this man so much because he loves podcasts and he also loves comedy because he is the manager of Zany's Comedy Club in downtown Chicago. And his name is Brian Morton, and he dropped all the jewels, which makes sense because jewels cost money. Take a listen to what he told me. For anything, but especially with podcasting, right now they're trying to, everybody's trying to make money on podcasting. They could offer you $500 and then something could come along later that's $5,000 that you've already signed for $500. So then they're looking at what your value is based off of that. You know, you got to uh, make sure that you sign the right deal. What's an expectation that you may gauge for how much people should put into a podcast? I don't think you should invest any money until you have a following. Like, and then once you have your following, then you can invest some more money into yourself. But I think you should wait until your following is there and then. But how do you get the following if you don't invest the money? Different ways, man. Like you go on other people's podcasts. You uh, have bigger people on your podcast that will get people to watch you. You know, like okay. it, it's it's hard. It's definitely not easy, but it's something that you just got to play the game. If, if you break it up like L.A., right, for comedy anyway, like L.A. is huge in the podcast industry. So yes. then the reason why they're so big is because all of them do each other's podcasts, you know. So and the Mecca is Rogan. So he's at the top. And then all these other people that do Rogan do all each other's podcasts and it's all some like family stuff, you know, and everybody can make money off of each other. Right. Now, does that money, though? I mean, that's such a great example, right, of Rogan. And then, yeah, people kind of, you know, uh, yeah, tricking down, trickling down to each other or whatnot. But does the money part, should you expect it more from sponsors or from listeners and like a both you can get money from sponsors and your listeners what i mean you start your own patreon or something like that then you okay. have people subscribe to you you start only fans do whatever you want for a podcast only fans for a podcast one thousand percent i swear to god people do it all the time yeah, for sure really yeah it's not just you got for your like fitness tits. junkies doing only fans it's getting big it's not just for tits yeah it's oh. for everything oh all of god. the above well really big, big jay okerson has an only fans that he has like you release like half hour extra of a podcast every week we'll pay i think it's like two or three bucks or five bucks something like that it's some cheap but then they pay for it. and then i know tim dylan uh his patreon's yeah. like insane like i think he has i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure he has like eight thousand subscribers to his patreon and it's wow. i think it's like 10 bucks a month so he's he's racking in 80 grand of just just yeah. sponsors yeah or just uh patreon i mean yeah just sponsors. Patreon. yeah that doesn't include so it just depends what you want you know certain people i i think that for me, I think you should give it away for free as long as you can, mm-hmm. and then the money will come. Okay. The money will it come from takes me. a long time, man. This is like, it's not something, you have to get good at podcasting, too. It's not right. just, you right. have to be a good interviewer, you have to be good at all aspects of it. Yeah. And you just keep building your following from there. 
So when you look at the, the maybe the cross section between like um, being a good, like you said, interviewer, um, uh, outside of practice or, or or just repetition, what are some of the key things you've seen that make a podcaster, a host, a good host? Listening, because you have to be in the conversation and you have to listen to what everybody says and then be able to jump off. You have to care about what you're doing. Research always helps on the person, so then you know like okay. what you're coming into it with and just practice, man. So listening is a good skill to have, you think? To me? I think it's the number one skill to have when you're in a conversation. Right. Yeah. What would you say? If we had to go top three, then so what's two? Research. Research. Yeah. Okay. Getting to know who you're talking to and what you're going to talk about. What's three for you? Practice. Keep Those going over and over and keep doing it and keep listening. doing it, keep doing it as much as you can. So now It's just like stand-up, man. Like mm-hmm. It takes you yeah. a long time to get good at it, and then eventually after you're good at it, you know, Hopefully you can sign a deal with Spotify for a hundred million dollars. Yeah. It only takes a couple of years. It only takes 10 years and not selling to anybody else. And then. Yeah. Isolation and, you know, learning to cut beef and steak on camera and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and also being an MMA host and. Yeah. But most of his stuff isn't even from that. It's just the, the people he, I mean, he has a podcast where he interviews a lot of people. I always think it's interesting the podcasts that are able to do it without interviewing anybody that are just for themselves. You know, that's always with no guests on like Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast or like somebody like that, that can just go by themselves or go with like two other people. And they're able to create a, like an amazing following with, without having guests on. Without having guests like they themselves are the, are the entity. Yeah. Because like if Joe Rogan was to do a podcast alone, I don't know how many, I think right now people would probably listen to it, but if he did that for a month, I don't know how long people would stay tuned into that, you know, but people are fascinated if you have Elon Musk on or whoever on. So it's like, that's why people get into it. You know, they want to look at what this person says. Podcast wise for you. Who do you listen to? Who are your favorites? Ooh, I go in and out. I like Legion of Skanks a lot. Fighter and the Kid. Um, I listen to a lot of MMA podcasts. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that you like MMA. Yeah. You know how to fight? Enough. But yeah? Yeah. But that's like, it's my favorite sport to watch for sure. Yeah. You look kind of funny. Like you've seen, <laughs> Brian, have you seen Brian He's fight? obsessed with MMA. Oh, I thought you've seen him fight no. somebody. No, but we were just talking about stories on the way up <laughs> yeah, here. We were talking about fight stories on the, the way, way here. On the way here, yeah. Have you been into a fight, Rachel? I've been into one fight. And, and, then, and then one retaliation getting knocked out. <laughs> got knocked out? <laughs> we both told some good knockouts. I was like stories. 19 years old. It was so stupid. But I did beat this girl up. She was three times my size, but I had I like just that. gotten my black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, and I beat this girl up. But then I ran into her again, and I like checked her drink. And she knocked me out. So, how do you check a drink? Like you're holding a drink and just checking. hold your drink oh. in your hand real quick. <laughs> I'll oh. do it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Check it in okay. your face. Oh, maybe that'll be a good camera thing. Okay. <laughs> just check my beer right. None here. of this equipment matters, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, open it though. You gotta open. Oh, you gotta right, right, right. That was that was me trying to be safe. <laughs> I knew that. I was like, no, it's gotta get messy. Yeah. <laughs> So what am what the ones you name Legion Skanks and, and and a fighter and a kid? What, uh, what are those the um are those the guest based podcasts or are those one of the uh, kind of the riffing? Both. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they have guests on, sometimes they don't. But there's more than one person. So like fighter and the kids, two people. Legion Skanks is three people. So they don't necessarily need a guest always, but when they have one, it, yeah. it's good. They do. Um, they're part of Gas Digital. Legion Skanks is part of Gas Digital, so they have okay. their own network where. The way they do it is you can pay, uh, I think it's six bucks a month, five ninety nine a month, and then you get all the podcasts. You can watch them live in HD. If you don't pay, they come out on YouTube like four or five days later in like standard definition. Okay. Okay. So it just depends on like what you want. 
And that's how you, I mean, that, that's another money, uh, I don't call it money grab, but, you know, how you can monetize with tiers. Mm-hmm. I know Patreon's based on tiers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the other, also YouTube, you can monetize from YouTube, even though they're like, like you can't, you can, you can't swear, you can't do a lot on YouTube oh, without them demonetizing you, but yeah, you can do a lot and make a lot of money from it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I always talk about Mr. Beast. He's not a podcaster, but he's like my favorite YouTuber. Uh, he's 22 now, 21, 22. He's from North Carolina. Started po- he started uh, YouTubing when he was like 12 or 13, and he was originally doing like Minecraft videos, like Minecraft tutorials. And then okay. he started, um, he got approached by this company. They offered him $5,000 to market like through his, one of his videos. He counted, he got famous because he said Logan Paul like 100,000 times. So like all, all Logan Paul fans like watch this video of it took him like 24 hours to say it or some shit. It was ridiculous. But wow. he uh, he got like following because of that. And then this company approached him, this advertising company approached him. They're like, well, we'll give you 5,000. He's like, give me 10,000. So they did. And then he gave 10,000 to a homeless person and he filmed that and that went viral. And then like he just kept building off of that. And now he has 35 million subscribers on YouTube. And he went from in the last year, he's gained like 20 million. He's giving out, he gave out like a million dollars worth of food to homeless shelters and stuff like that. Like, and he's just, he does like a lot of cool shit with his. Yeah. Yeah. And that speaks, I think, to how like uh, social media has an impact on, you know, um, on your podcast, you know, because I think the more people see you doing stuff, the more they'll be inclined to just check into your every single. Absolutely. uh, Every aspect aspect of what you can do. And then like, you know, you get. I think I read somewhere like if you have a million followers on Instagram, you can make either five or eight grand a post. Really? Yeah. But that's just based on what your advertiser sponsor may give you. That the, yeah, right? I think like the minimum is like five grand though. If you have like a million million active followers. Okay, that's a lot of dope. Yeah, <laughs> it can be really financially helpful for you. I think just trying to monetize uh, everything is huge. It's hard, but it's you can definitely do it. Yeah. Do you have any other like? Um, podcast success stories that you like, you know, that you've seen where people have made money or, I mean, dude, I, I was in, so like before I know it's common, but I was in with Joe Rogan before he had a podcast when he had just a message board and then he started a podcast in 2010. I, I found out about it in 2009, mm-hmm. like a stand up, and I started following them through his message board and stuff. And then 2010, I started like, uh, he started his podcast. So watching it, it there would be 300 to 400 people downloading it and now he has the biggest one in the world so that's like a huge success story uh legion of skanks lewis j gomez he kind of is like the brainchild of it all like he does the whole business side and i've watched him go from basically an open micer to he sells out on the road now plus he has a very successful podcast career so right yeah i mean he can live in new york city and not have a job and i mean he has a job but he doesn't have like a day job doesn't have yeah Yeah. yeah, it's not doing the balancing there's a ton of podcast accessory any i think anytime you can make some money off talking it's fucking great (laughs) oh of course yes i totally wholeheartedly agree yeah do you have um uh like you mentioned gas digital Digital, yeah earlier do you have a platform you like or or, or, you know or who you see that um really stands out who you really uh, Hmm. enjoy I mean, there's so many. Yeah. I don't know if I actually have like one specific platform. I watch like a lot of different things on, but yeah, I kind of like bounce around and go to different, different people's networks. So. Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I have one specific one. Right. Right. Um, so you've said so much about podcasts. Why don't you have a podcast? <laughs> I did. I've had, you know, I've had fucking, I had a podcast network at one point where I had, 
You had a network. Yeah. Yeah. The Laugh Factory network. Okay. I ran that podcast network. Um, I had, I don't know, like nine podcasts on my network. And then I've had four, three, no, three podcasts. Two never got released. And then one of them we did release. It was Curtis Flagg and I from, mm -hmm. uh, he runs the Laugh Factory. I run Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago. Right. And uh, we had a podcast together called Top Five, and we—it's just hard, man. Like, it's hard to keep. The biggest thing with podcasting is consistency. You always want to release at like on the same day at the same time, you know. And it's hard to keep up with if, if you have a full-time job and shit to do. Like, and yeah. it, you have to be super fucking passionate about it. I love it, but like, I don't love it enough to keep going all the time. And the, like, it's like if I have two days off a week, and then if one of those two days like doesn't line up with Curtis, then we can't do it. And then we yeah. end up missing two weeks and it's like, okay, we're done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have to just keep going and keep going and constantly put it out. Cause yeah, it can fall apart. I imagine. Of course. And you got to have so many in the, the, the tank too, just in case, you know, you got to have like four or five just in case to put out in case mm -hmm. you ever get caught up and you have to do some shit and you can't release. So yeah. Like a backdrop Yeah. for, for someone who ran a network. What was that like? I mean, how did you discern like, which podcast you take on. I imagine that you'd allow people submitting podcasts to. Yeah. Well also like I would go to podcasts that I thought were funny in Chicago and be like, Hey, I built a studio. Do you want to come record here instead of doing it in your basement? You know, like we were filming it. So we had that aspect. Yeah. That and people would approach me. And if I thought, if I thought the concept was right, I'd give pretty much everybody a chance. Like I'd give them a test. See how I like the show. And then we go from there. It's the same thing though. It's you have to keep up with it. It's a full-time job. If you really want to get into podcasting, like it's going to take a lot of your time. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. When we talk about the um, kind of like getting over the hump, is there a certain number you've seen that can that people should expect? I think that number is always changing the more popular podcasts get. So it's hard to like determine that exact number. I think like two years ago, it was a lot different than it is today of what that number is, what is success. You know, to me, success is if you can make money off of it, you can pay your rent. Then that to me is that number of success. I don't know if it's a hundred thousand downloads a month, whatever it is. If you have a fan base that they'll buy your merch, they'll buy your, if you have live shows, they'll go to your live shows and you can pay your rent. Then that to me is mm -hmm. your level of success. But I don't know if it's an exact number. I think it always changes depending on how, you know, like bring up Rogan again, that hundred million dollar deal for, I think it's, he signed uh, for three years. That to me changes everything numbers wise. So it's like now you have a whole other threshold of what's possible. And then you I, like Bill Simmons um, yep. with the ringer, with the right? Ringer. Yeah. Like, so he signed a huge deal. So it's like you, you're seeing everything growing and growing and growing and growing. So it's that whatever threshold is, is always changing. You know, it doesn't stay at one point. So I don't, my numbers are from what I was working with three years ago, which mean nothing today, you know? Yes. Big so I, I don't have an exact number on that. No, I think it's just if you're able to have a fan base and pay your bills, then that's the number you should go for and figure out whatever works for you. Uh, talk about merch, too, real quick, just in terms of, you know, the value you see in it. Well, one, it's advertising. Mm -hmm. And then, two, you're giving back to your fan base. So, like, your fans want to wear something of yours, you know, any podcast that you are super into, anything that bands, fucking comedian, whatever fuck you're into, people want to wear your shit want to you want to support and be like oh i'm part of this cool club so yeah you you uh, can make a lot of money off of it we have a merch store for zanies and we use uh this company called shopify and shopify. yeah they basically they store all of your merch for you and they have the website you just upload your designs and then you take a cut and they take a cut okay 
So it's like, you, that's the biggest part with merch is like storing it. You don't ever have like enough room to fucking store your shit. And then you always have to like mail it and all that shit. And so there's money that goes into just distributing merch. Of course, yeah. Not just buying it. And, yeah. And, it. Right. and then you don't want to be, have fucking a thousand t-shirts in your apartment, you know? I wouldn't mind having extra t-shirts. Yeah, you say you that know? until you have a thousand of them for two years and you're like, okay, I paid so much money for this. I don't want to get rid of them. Like, what do I do? I'm bringing them into my new apartment and then they're in a garage 10 years later, you know? Damn, I mean, like you're talking garages and extra apartments. <laughs> Who's got that kind of like, money? But that's what I'm saying. You end yeah. up spending this money on a merch, like on so much merch thinking that you're going to sell it and the t-shirt doesn't work for whatever reason. It's not what doesn't fit right on people. They don't like the look of it. Then you're fucked and held on to extra shit. I was just talking about the idea of people apartment, like getting better apartments. I'm like, that's crazy to me. Having a garage <laughs> is crazy to me. Well, you you're going to move to the suburbs eventually. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to get out of the city. Can't live in Lakeview forever right. and think, this is good. You, know, this is you, you live in Lakeview? Mm -mm. Oh, all right. Actually own a house. In oh, so in, the bur park. in the birds, right? <laughs> you got a no, garage. Park. Yeah. Huge garage. Two stall. Two stall garage. Maybe, maybe you should get the merch. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of t-shirts I haven't told y'all about yet. Wait, wait for the podcast to end so we can, you know, but what? Well, um, you know, this has been great. I really appreciate uh, you guys' time. Yeah, thanks for having um, me on, man. Yeah, happy early birthday, Rachel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for your insight, Brian, your guidance, uh, wisdom, and, you know, I'm going to continue to pick your brain. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I don't know if I told you anything tonight that you didn't know, but. Oh, I mean, <laughs> networks, merch, <laughs> yeah. having an expectation. You know, really, it's just expectations that I think are huge for podcasts and just. Uh, to kind of keep a mindset going into it. Well, just set goals, man. It's like anything. Set small goals, like whatever it is, and then just incrementally build yourself up that way. So if you have 100, go to 200, go to 500, go to 1,000, and yeah. just keep going from there and just try to keep your fan base. And dude, I, Joey Diaz, my favorite comic, he said one day, he's like, you don't need a million people. You just need four bad motherfuckers that believe in you. Because those four people will tell four people, and those four people yeah. will tell four people. So it's just like you just need that core fan base that actually respects you and likes your shit, and then they'll share it. Right. That makes sense. You, you, we've had a, a few podcast uh, comedians come through. Can, yeah. you, can you just talk about like how important of an investment it is into your actual career versus it being a hobby? You know, For I, podcasting? For podcasting, yeah. Um, I think it's just any any way that you can show your fan base who you are, you know, uh, mm -hmm. any way that you can show them a different aspect of your life that isn't on stage, you know, give them a little insight to who you are. And then also like right now, look at nobody can get on stage. So it's like you have this ability still. How many how many fucking people made money during this whole covid shutdown? It's a lot of people that were on digital media on mm -hmm. podcasting. Those are the people that made good money during this like that's for entertainment wise you know yeah they were to get more eyes on their material all, all actors all um studios were shut down fucking comedy clubs are shut down so it's like where are you going to make money off of it and you can do it at your house talking so it's like why not you know yeah definitely but also be passionate about it. if you don't want to do it don't do it but i mean diversify everything you do in entertainment so then you're not stranded when something happens you know yeah keep yeah. your hands in a lot of honey pots okay uh, I think my final question for you is to uh, get your uh, uh, get your take on what's the difference between being broke versus being poor. I think uh, poor is a mindset and broke is temporary. Okay. So I think like if you feel poor, it's like maybe something that's stuck in your head because you grew up poor or whatever. So that, that poor can be kind of like a mindset. And I feel like broke is something that you're just broke at this moment. Okay. That's such a great point. Yeah.
I love it. I mean, I ask every guest that, and the answer varies, like, every time. Usually between the temp versus permanent process. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, thanks, everybody. <laughs> man, all of that knowledge from a voice so soft, so soft. I want to, again, thank Brian Morton for being a guest on The Broke Stops here. I follow him on his personal IG, BDM Shy, but you can really watch him work all of his magic through anything dealing with the Zanies Comedy Club, starting with the website, chicago.zanies.com, and there you can find him working his magic with the Zanies Instagram, the Zanies Facebook, the Zanies Twitter, uh, the Zanies Shopify, where he's dropping new t-shirt ideas. Boy, stop. Slow down. I want to again thank you for listening to this episode of The Broke Stops Here. You can find us on our social media, The Broke Stops Here Pod on Instagram or The Broke Stops Here on Twitter for videos and posts and updates and new promos and releases we're doing for upcoming guests. And again, folks, we have merch coming. I promise on this Patreon, we're going to do t-shirts, crewnecks, glasses, a bunch of things. So please stay tuned for that and email me at the Broke Stops Here podcast at damegrant.com to get information or make a request or do whatever you want to do. I'm open to all sorts of ideas. Uh, and once again, I want to say, being broke builds character. So stay broke, but not forever.